What up? It's Gamer Runs here on 101.5 UMFM. My name is Neil Newton, and alongside me, he's back in studio. Man, I was so lonely last week. It's uh, Suraj Kanda. How you doing? <laughs> I'm all, I'm all right, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm in playing condition. You know, I'm playing, I'm playing coming off the bench. It's a flu game, baby. Yeah, man. And D- I'm happy to be here. <laughs> DNP flu. I'm happy to have you back, man. And uh, it's funny because our last. It was it four episodes or so? All basketball, all about this upcoming season, and it wasn't even a very long discussion for us about what there is to talk about today, because it's one of those things that happened this weekend uh, in the NBA, and now it's even bigger than the NBA that I feel like is still kind of in its infancy, and. For those who've been living under a rock, we're talking about Daryl Morey's tweet uh, supporting the Hong Kong protest that was immediately taken down and the long list of backlash and response and opinion and, oh man, just like businesses and sponsors that have been taken out from the NBA and, and the list goes on, so to speak. The way I described it to you coming in is that like there's a there's a trunk of... Like, if we're thinking about it as a tree, it's kind of like a trunk of, this is what happened, the Daryl Morey tweet supporting Hong Kong and him taking it off. And then there's all of these branches, hundreds of branches that just go all different ways about the implications of one single tweet. And I have no specific way I want to go off the top. I'm going to give it to you. How are you feeling about this whole thing? Where do you even want to start? Well, actually, with your metaphor, the scary thing to me is that how big of a trunk this tweet is. Because in your metaphor, is a big tree with hundreds of branches, uh, or a big trunk with hundreds of branches. This shouldn't be a giant trunk of a, of a, of a decades-old oak. But when you account the decades-long history of what's going on in China, which I'm not going to act like I know about right now, that has led to these situations, that tweet is that trunk. And that's a very scary thing. And uh, the implications arising from it are ridiculous. What did he tweet exactly? He tweeted a photo saying, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. That in of itself is the best way to endorse something without saying something too much, right? Like you're not, you're opinionated, but you're not, you're not very aggressively leaning one way saying, uh, you're not condemning someone for their actions. Maybe we'll go with that. And, like, where do you start? Like, uh, there was an extradition bill um, a a little bit ago um, that China said they would take back. Uh, That had to do with, you know, um, China being able to take people from Taiwan or Hong Kong, or they don't actually publicly acknowledge Taiwan, but uh, people from parts of China and treat them as, or uh, parts around China, treat them as uh, Chinese citizens and, like, treat them as... uh, Chinese prisoners. Right. Uh, also, um, you know, there's issues with uh, how they define riots, which is a very vague terminology that could kind of be classified as anything. Um, the the release and exoneration of protesters has been something that has been, you know, fought for. Um, and the treatment by Chinese police currently and how they're treating their citizens. Uh, is all of this fair or right? Um, obviously you and I aren't there and it's a very touchy political subject. We're just going to come out right off the bat. Say, we're not going to say we're completely educated on this subject. And these opinions are completely our own and not the stations or anyone else's. Um, 
but what has leaked out and how people have been treated is fairly ridiculous and what what's being done is wrong uh to the point where united nations has to uh investigate uh potential organ harvesting of detainees uh china is very vague in uh the terminology of how you can be detained and if you protest you have a chance at being detained if you tweet something that is calling out the people's republic of chinese government uh you have a chance of being detained um this is all very scary uh they're currently undergoing and this is probably one of the touchier subjects they're cracking down on their muslim popula- uh, population and undergoing a kind of current muslim genocide if you will of the Uyghur people um this is very scary uh they're um cracking down uh, by forcing women to have contraceptive devices planted into them uh all of this to come back to basketball Daryl Morey did the best that he can uh, by just showing support out for what's going on in Hong Kong. And that tweet itself had billion-dollar implications. Those billion-dollar implications uh, have to do with the TV rights in China, the Chinese, the partnership with the Chinese Basketball Association, who's actually led by Rockets legend and uh, GOAT Chinese basketball player Yao Ming. Um, I don't think he had much of a choice in this one, to be honest. Um, and, you know... A, the amount of sponsors uh they just said uh i believe is his first name joseph joseph Tsai. joseph Tsai, you got it yeah um the nets uh new oligarch owner uh who's ironically taiwanese and has a canadian passport which is the weirdest most ironic thing came out it kind of pro mainland china in his in, in his comments um and who's also the co-chair of alibaba yes coach like amazon for china Yes. Um, so you kind of have all of these branches coming out with hundreds of millions of billions of dollars connected to each branch. And it kind of has the NBA running with their tail between their legs. And that, like, as a basketball fan, we, as you and I both as basketball fans, we try not to get into the politics aspect of it because we're not a political show unless it involves basketball. And this involves basketball because the NBA... Um, the uh, half the world away is kind of running bet- with its tail between its legs. And that's very scary. Yeah. And it's impossible to ignore. And I, I mentioned off the top, I still kind of think this is in its infancy because as of right now, Adam Silver is leaving Japan to go to China, has nothing to do with this, but it absolutely will be <laughs> almost the entire thing. He was going because the Lakers are playing the Nets for two exhibition games, which many NBA teams often do in China because it is a massive part of their entire global expansion, right? I mean, China is not only do they have the they have the most people right next to India. I mean, it's it's they have tons of basketball fans. I mean, all these stats are coming out about how many fans there are there, how much money is coming from China in support of the NBA, how many people watched the finals last year. There's, it's an absolute fact of how many people love NBA and and basketball in China, and to see what the NBA has done to try and maintain that, I think the the, the crux of this entire thing and what has a lot of people, including yourself, including a lot of uh, politicians, including a, a lot of very smart people, uh, Brian Phillips on the Ringer, we both loved the, his piece that he put up uh, the other day. Are, are very much attacking the point of the NBA is choosing money over the idea of supporting human rights. 
Yeah. Is that is is that a fair statement to say? Objectively, like that they're 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 looking for they're Okay, I want to make sure I get this right. They are protecting the bottom line rather than letting people that are associated with them, in this case Daryl Morey, voice their opinion about human rights. Okay, well let me ask you. Um when they threatened to pull out of Charlotte, and they did for two years. They did. For um, what you and I would believe are kind of an unjust bathroom law, um, which was slightly, not slightly, I should just say, it, it was, it was um, detrimental and, you know, um, uh, how do I put this? Uh, it was a hundred percent a human rights violation law. It was. Thank you. It was to to. They were not allowing transgender people to use their appropriate bathroom of choice. Yes, thank you very much. They made it illegal, and the, yeah. and the NBA uh, again, and all of these pieces. And I know me and you have read tons already in the past couple of days of of what's been going on. Almost every single one led with the idea that NBA is one of the most outspoken progressive leagues in North America, if not the world. Yeah. Um, thank you, because um, this is the first show, maybe in the five years that we've done, that I have to like, kind of walk around the words that I'm choosing. So thank you for covering me there. Um, so that one was the Charlotte one. Um, do you think they did the right thing by backing Ennis Cantor when Turkey was calling for Ennis Cantor's head? From an outside point of view, and especially not understanding what's not only going on with Turkey, but what's going on between Turkey and Ennis Cantor, yes. Okay. Is that a soft opinion? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I'm not going to act like I'm educated on what's going on in Turkey, but I do know that uh, they were unjustly calling for him to be extradited back to Turkey. Um, Each time the NBA backed what we believed was the right thing, um, do you think they were okay in letting NBA players talk about the U.S. president the, the way that they did? A.K.A. Yeah. Free, free speech. Yeah. Okay. Is it not fake woke to allow that, but not allow it when a market like China is is at the helm now? Yeah. Think about it. it this is so fake woke because if you add Turkey, Charlotte, and... Uh, Man, Trayvon Martin. Think there you about, go. Think about, the hoodies. Think about that situation and how the NBA very, I would, in my opinion, rightly let their players express their thoughts on, I mean, what's the crux of that issue? It, it's police brutality. It's, um, it's like, what's the, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Basically. Systemic racism. Yes. That's a great way to put it for sure. Um, them choosing to pull out their gun on a young black male because he's a young black male. And the NBA players, a lot of big names, including Dwayne Wade and uh, LeBron James, came out in support of Trayvon Martin and, uh, like you said, systemic racism. How, I mean, and I, I, I would hate to boil it down to, to comparing these two things, but I can't help but compare them in a way where Daryl Morey, kind, like that tweet was kind of like coming out in the hoodie in a way. Right, yeah. where he's like, "This is was, what I believe as a person employed by the NBA, but not speaking for the NBA or the Rockets." But the say the police force in in America doesn't have billions of billions of dollars funneling to the NBA because of how big it is. Yeah, but China absolutely does. 
Yeah. If Daryl Morey... That's Daryl Morey's hoodie in the sense that he posted that on Tumblr where no one would see, right? Like, he... He he very slightly endorsed something, and that was enough. That was enough. He didn't come out in a hoodie, per se. He came out in a hoodie on Friendster, sure. right? Like, he, he did as much as he can to say the right thing in most of our Western opinions and is getting this sort of, you know, I, I, I agree with you that, you know, this was the right thing for him to do. But he has to come out, he already did, come out and apologize. The NBA has to walk both sides of it, which is kind of kind of a disappointment. Well, I think that's but, what everyone is disappointed about with. Right? And, but the problem is, I think, you, I think you too, when I say this, I get it. I get it. I get it 100%. There's billions of dollars on the line, and you're a business. And you have 30 billionaires, and you're Adam Silver, and you have to worry about these 30 billionaires, and you have to protect their assets so you get voted back. And you're a lawyer, so you're very good at playing both sides. And then you also have to walk the public line. I get it. It doesn't make it right. Right. So it, I'm bummed. Uh, I'm bummed in the NBA. I'm bummed how they're handling this. And they're getting a lot of flack. Like, I, I before you and I were on the air, you named off maybe three, four websites that are all condemning the NBA. Uh, there's a long running list of U.S. politicians that are kind of calling out the NBA. Presiden- presidential candidates, Andrew Yang, Beto O'Rourke, uh, a couple of Republican senates, uh, senators. Um, and they all, not I wouldn't say congratulated, but were praising Daryl Morey. For right? saying something. Yeah, and then the mistake of him deleting the tweet. Yeah. However, and, his employer probably very distinctly told him so. Yeah, the I would not be surprised if an internal press statement is released that the NBA is telling everyone to not talk about the China situation. Um, it, it's super unfortunate because it's one of the biggest issues in the world right now, and people should rightfully be talking about it. But I would not be surprised if that happens. And also, there's a lot of money at stake. No one's going to say anything because, like you said, the amount of fans and money in China for basketball right now. And I get it. I get it 100%. It just sucks. It's not cool. And I really don't think it's over. I think this is the beginning. Like, this happened on the weekend, you know, and a lot of people that would normally, I wouldn't say report, but provide their intellectual opinion on the matter had to wait till Monday, right? And this is all happening. And again, Adam Silver is overseas going. He might even be in China right now. I believe the Lakes and Lakers, pardon me, and Nets play tomorrow in China. And then they play again on Thursday or Friday. So they're playing there and he's going to have a press conference, if not more than one. And what's really curious to me, and you you kind of hinted at it a little bit, but with, with the whole Yao Ming and Joseph Tsai thing, Definitely not agreeing with Daryl Morey by any means. It's This is where I kind of get caught up because I, I know at face value what the people of Hong Kong are protesting. You mentioned it again, the extradition bill, um, and then there, there are five big demands. It's really interesting to hear guys like Joseph Tsai and Yao Ming come out and say, like that's a it's a they were basically saying what Daryl did was just one side of the entire issue and some people calling it the the separatist movement which is interesting as well and this is kind of where my knowledge of the entire situation especially between Hong Kong and China 
which, if I'm not mistaken, has been described as one country, two systems, where they kind of let Hong Kong do their own thing. And China has been trying to put pressure on that ever since. And this this whole protest for the last month, six weeks, has been a huge ripple in that entire suppression, attempt of suppression that China's trying to do. Guys like Tsai and Yao coming out and, and saying what they said definitely makes me take a few steps back and really think about what is it actually like over there, especially from people that not only live there, but represent that area in, in a big way, like like Yao and, and Tsai. And then their relationship with the NBA. You heard about, you must have heard about uh, the two different statements that the NBA put out. One from North oh, America yeah. in English, and then one very, I would say, brilliantly translated perfectly yeah. um, so by some saying, again, this is this is hearsay, by the Chinese government just to use specific phrases and sayings to abide by what not only they want, but their fans would enjoy, like would like to hear from the NBA. And those two statements being not drastically different, but different enough that people are like, hmm, you know, this is the NBA again being shady, trying to protect the bottom line and trying to make everybody happy, which in a situation as big and as complicated as this, is impossible. Yeah. Yeah. This all makes me sad, Neil. Of course it does. Uh, there, there's too much to talk about, and this is going to be an ongoing thing, so we're going to have to like touch back on this, um, possibly during the season. Uh, we might have some studio episodes. Stay tuned. Before uh, we end this, do you think he gets fired? Or I do think, you think it's too far gone already, like being two days and it hasn't happened? Or do you think he gets fired? I will say he doesn't get fired. Um, Adam Silver came on publicly as much as he could backed Adam uh, backed uh, Daryl Morey. I will ride with that as much as I can. It's crazy that his employment was even uh, considered uh, or his firing was even considered. That's ridiculous to me. He's one of the most brilliant GMs in the world. Um, one of the greatest GMs of the past decade. Uh, actually, t- take the two decades since I mean since Yao and T Mac, and and you're gonna let this guy go because of one tweet, because there's that m- amount of money on the line. It, it's crazy to me. I would get it if it happened, but I don't think he gets fired. I, I think the NBA has to protect some sort of resemblance, and they can't be controlled by China. Like that. That's crazy to say how powerful China is. You cannot let the NBA be run by one country. Not even America. Toronto Raptors, 2019 NBA champions. Very true. (laughs) I think he does get fired. I think it's going to suck. And I think it's coming from the owner. Like, I think it might be one of those things that Adam comes out and says, this was a regrettable situation by all, and we wish Daryl the best. But I'm really curious to know, like, uh, I believe his name is Tillman Fertitta. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. I might have pronounced his name wrong. He's come out in supporting Daryl and saying that, like, we obviously, we are not a political organization. We stand with him. He called him one of the best GMs in the league kind of thing. I'm going to double down on this. I really don't think this is even halfway over. I really just think this is kind of the infancy, especially with just how big the implications are with all of this. I'm really curious to see how this affects the Rockets in particular's bottom line. 
Yeah. It's already, like Adam Silver's come out and said, it's already affected ours, like the NBA in general. For sure. But I think it's really going to hurt the Rockets themselves, right? And one organization is a little different than 30 acting as a whole. Uh, so I'm really curious to see if, I love what you said and I agree with you said, like you can't just back down to China kind of thing. If that, if this cuts out like the Rockets, like, like 50% of the Rockets income kind of thing. Who knows what a billionaire will think of? Like, is one person worth this? Very, very interesting. And that might be the maybe, continuance of the entire thing. Maybe he is the martyr. Maybe he is the person who actually gets someone else to say something. With that, we can only hope. But the NBA knows what kind of money is at stake. And so do a lot of the players. But maybe a lot of the players didn't speak out, one, because of money, two, because of ignorance. Because they're so caught up. They have so many businesses uh they have their own lives and families to worry about oh yeah how many people are now aware of it or more aware of it who might actually have the bravery because you do legitimately (laughs) after this especially have to be brave to say something about this this. is and you you kind of touched on this on your instagram a little bit but the the more i think about how it relates to the players themselves it is kind of a Kaepernick situation because, I mean, name any of the top 20-plus NBA players. Yeah. They have massive business in China. 100%. Like, what if LeBron came out in support of, I mean... Uh, Kobe. J- James, Kobe's the big one. Yeah, Kobe would be massive. James Harden already did, but it was kind of in a way of, like, we loved... Like, he, he didn't even say, like, I support Daryl Morey's message. He said, we love China. We yeah. love the fans here. We come here all the time. We respect the love that they give us. That's all he said. He didn't say, I agree with Morey. No. Right? It'd be very interesting to see anybody with any sort of name recognition that has business in China. Say, I mean, LeBron is obviously the biggest one. Kobe is a, is a great example, too. Steph Curry, even. Massive. 100%. If they came out and said, I agree with Daryl, what's happening in Hong Kong is an extremely unfortunate situation, and I stand with them. That you, would be unbelievable. Fantasy book for me. Who do you want to say something? I think I think it would be Steph or LeBron. I want Metal World Peace to say something. Yeah, you know he's what? not a top he twenty could. player, but I, I won't. he could. But I don't think he would have the the gravitas no. just because I, of like his business dealing, or even like who who's with Lee Ning, uh, Clay? Clay Thompson and yeah. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, right? Like they what can't. If, like they can't. They they can't do it. They right? can't. Which is see, so they. Kevin Durant can't. Uh, Kyrie Irving might out so, of just being woke. Question to you, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, but with your how you feel about the NBA, does that not somehow reflect how you feel about these players who are all already deciding not to voice their opinion because it might affect their bottom dollar as well? And I keep using the phrase bottom dollar, but that's, that's kind of simply, a catch-all phrase for business of, and money. Yeah. Does that reflect how I feel about them? Yeah. Like, do you feel similar to these NBA players that could stand up because they're kind of taking the same, and maybe they're not. The way I'm phrasing it right now is like, they're, they're kind of doing similar things to the NBA where their lack of response or their lack of maybe standing by Daryl Morey. Maybe if, even if they do agree with him kind of thing, they're not saying it because whether it's them or their PR guy or whoever is saying, don't do it. Nothing good can come of it. But it could be super courageous if they did. If millions of dollars were on the line for me, I would not act the, I would not act the same way that I do now. And that's crazy to think. I know money changes people enough to the point that if I have millions of dollars of business in China, I will... 
I will dissect every single thing I say about it. I'm not in the position of Steph Curry where I can use my power for the good. I'd like to think I would. I 100% like to think I would. I can relate to the players that it's a tough decision. And these guys have to think about every word that they say and every word that you say and how it's interpreted and translated and how it might affect someone in Hong Kong, how it might affect someone in mainland China, how it might affect someone in Oklahoma City, right? How how it might affect us in Winnipeg, right? Do I think any less of them for not saying something? No, I think they're in a tough spot. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a feeling that's kind of where your heart was. I just wanted you to almost say it in words because that's how I feel too, right? Like, the NBA has to say stuff. If someone does say something, I'll just think much more highly of them. Yeah. I won't think any less of someone for not saying something because they're in such tough positions. But if someone does say something about it, shit, man, I'd like mad respect. Like I will, uh, I will support you in any way that I can. I'll support you with social media follows. I'll support you with my money. As a consumer, we have to be conscious consumers and how we spend our money. I will support. I'll, I'll, I won't go as far as buy you buy a jersey, but I'll buy like a, a t-shirt jersey of you. All right, like I'll buy some merch of you to support you if you truly stand out and ride for something I truly believe in. Man, it was actually really nice to kind of talk it out with you, though. Yeah, this was good. This was, it was like all, all these thoughts in my head and like where, like not necessarily where I stand, but what I care about in this entire thing. Yeah. You know, something I do really care about and it's probably one of my strongest opinions in this entire thing is stay off Twitter. Oh, geez, it's a cesspool. It's tough. It's, and there's bots everywhere. And ooh. I actually, if it wasn't for work, I wouldn't have the app on my phone because the amount of enjoyment that I get from it has significantly decreased in the past few years. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a bummer. And it's really too bad. Like I went from following 2,000 people to almost 200, I think, now, just because I don't care about that many people's opinions. And the way people use Twitter now is, like you said, it, it's a cesspool. And I don't, want to, I don't want to put everybody in the same bucket, but not a lot of good's coming from that site right now. No, but uh, you know what? I'm hoping the NBA season saves it. And God, man, it's so damn close. It's soon. And hey, well, we got we got maybe 30 seconds. Kyle Lowry re-signed one-year extension with the Toronto Raptors, $30 million. What are your thoughts? Love it, man. Legacy everything. Uh, the way Masai called it was a legacy um, <laughs> contract. I love it. There should be legacy all-star spots all the time. There should be legacy contracts given to people that don't even part, that aren't even part of the cap. Give the people what they deserve. Kyle Lowry, 2019 NBA champion. Toronto Raptors, 2019 NBA champions. Stand with Hong Kong. This is Game of Runs. <laughs> Sorry, Neil, I had to sneak. Hey, in. it's all good. We got a couple more shows, and then it's the season, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know what? We won't be around uh, next week. Happy Thanksgiving Happy to our Canadians, and uh, we love you. See you next week, or see you two weeks from now. Two weeks, NBA season, baby. <laughs>